You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to season, I don't know, seven episode, I'm going to get this right, 29. Are you sure? Yeah, that's what you just told me. (laughs) I'm the M.A. Corner. He's Stephen Cook. And he's still Brad Rothschild. I think so. You're not not quite sure. I don't know. Everything has been thrown off since I misnumbered the the episodes. You're jet lagged. (laughs) I don't know. Nothing has been right since then. But... Something is right today. Tell me. I need something to be right. You need something to be right? So right. That's right. Go for it. I don't know if you know this because you're away mm-hmm. and news doesn't travel. Okay. Aaron Hicks was designated for assignment. Oh, <laughs> alhamdulillah. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. <laughs> I, was, I was holding this back. I was, gonna, I was waiting news. for this moment to let you know. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. You know, he okay. was... That's he's great. A good player, but uh, he's been he really was, bad. Was right. a good player at the time, but he has not been. And three he's, seasons, he's been terrible. Well, he's been really bad. No, um, but it's been like noticeably awful. Oh, last year seasons. was last year was horrible. He's right. batting like one sixty one yeah. this year. I think he had three hits the other night, and it's like, oh, that's nice. Like Aaron Hicks got three hits, but he he needed to go. Yeah, was, it was this done. is what the experts would call addition by subtraction. <laughs> well, Getting I mean, rid of him and clearing up a roster spot for somebody yeah. who actually won't hit 161 is, is a good, good thing. thing. Yeah. It's definitely a good thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And All usually right, well, we don't lead off our discussions with Yankee stuff, <laughs> but I figured like this one was like. Meanwhile, I'm with a bunch of to. Boston fans. Even though I'm in Alpharetta, yeah. Georgia. Everybody yeah. in my midst is a Boston sports fan. Well, how did so they you were feel super excited about night? the Celtics Miami game until the end? And I was I was invited out after the Friday night service in uh-huh. uh, Kiddish, um, or is it? It's on Friday night. It's an Oneg after mm. the Oneg to a mm. to a bar to have a couple beers and watch the Celtics and Miami Heat. And I was really really tired. I didn't sleep our first night down here at all. And uh, I, I passed, and I did turn it on in the hotel room. And the last thing I remember is I hearing the play-by-play guy go, "Wow, Miami just went on a 19-2 run." Yeah, yeah. And I woke up this morning to see that the Celtics lost and are now down two games, two nothing, and they lost two games. The Yankees won. So the yeah. first Boston sports fan I encountered this morning was you punched in the face. No, it, it was my sis, my brother-in-law's brother. brother and I was like, brother. hey, how'd the Celtics do last night? And he punched you in the face. He's like, <laughs> he gave me this look. I was like, well, at least the Yankees won. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're making friends fast. Then I hung that one on my father-in-law. How did he like that? He said, he didn't take the bait. He's just like, oh, yeah, Celtics Really like Look, that. he he knows you long enough now yeah. to sort of not engage in the bullshit. Well, you know, the other thing that's that was funny, I was thinking about it when I was giving him shit. When Lauren, Lauren and I weren't even married, and we were engaged, yeah. and I'm watching Yankees Red Sox in okay, their what, living room. What year is this? 1997, 1998, I think it was the so year. So back in the 
back in the glory days. Glory days. The Chuck Knobloch. Chuck Knobloch. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a three-run homer. Uh-huh. Put the Yankees ahead against Boston, yeah. and we're in their their actually they're in their old house, and I go running through. Uh, their house screaming, Chucky Knobloch, Chucky Knobloch. And so first, I think it was just, and they, they were still taken let back. You marry they were two, their daughter? They, they, they brought up two girls. They didn't realize that one person can make as much noise as I can. And so I'm running through the house screaming, Chucky Knobloch. And I was just being an obnoxious dick because the Yankees. And they still let you marry their daughter. <laughs> they did. I don't I'm going to run that. you over with a car. I think. <laughs> Yeah, that shit would not fly in my house. I'll tell you that. Oh much. my god! It was funny when um when we got married, I gave them a gift, and it was a poster of me doing all the things that you're not weren't supposed to do in their house, like me jumping on their bed, reading the reading the newspaper on their like white couch in their living room, uh, drinking out of a carton of milk in their kitchen. Dude, I'm surprised they still talk. Eating, to eating. <laughs> there's a picture of me eating a sandwich with my feet up on their kitchen, <laughs> like with dirty socks. You're like, oh, this is that's Steven. He's so funny. And you're like, no, no, this is all real they stuff. It. It's hanging in their basement. Yeah, yeah. In the bathroom in the basement. No, <laughs> it's near the treadmill, I believe. It's got a prominent spot. So, <laughs> so they can keep an eye on it. Dude, I would not tolerate that. So, yeah, it's a big family weekend. It's my niece's bot mitzvah down here in the in the peach the peach state. Is that what George is called? The peach yeah, state. Georgia peach. Peach state. Yep. Yeah. Wonderful. I haven't had a peach yet. I haven't had pecan pie. I haven't had a fried green tomato. I haven't yeah, had. I haven't yeah, had those things are. Chicken. What what is? Those are all down here. You went to Emory. What is like Georgian Georgia food? Pecan pie. No. Peach pie. What is it? No. Crystal burgers. What is crystal it? burgers? Definitely. No, but that's like drunken Emory student middle of the night food. Like what yes. is? You say that like it's a bad thing. Like, <laughs> of course, <laughs> like what is? First of all. Okay. Bar- barbecue, but mm. I mean, they're bigger. They're they're places there that is, are bigger for barbecue than Georgia. Obviously. Let me tell you something. The synagogue is near a couple of places, barbecue yeah. places. Yeah. And when the wind blows just a little, you can right smell it really. during the Torah service. You yeah. can smell the charred pig. Yeah. Which is exactly what you want to smell when you're <laughs> reading Torah. Um, you know, fried chicken is especially when you know that the bagels weren't boiled. Dude, bagels that aren't boiled are rolls. <laughs> that's exactly right. And that's sad. I mean, it's, there's no greater shot guy as he was putting out the bagels. Were those boiled? He looks like they were steamed. That's like steamed. What is that? Is this Chinese food? Like we're having steamed dumplings? <laughs> like what the fuck? They were steamed. I didn't steamed. even ask about the locks. I just walked away. Dude, the locks wasn't even smoked. It was just like, oh no, there's some salmon. <laughs> salmon salad. What? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh God! Yeah, I mean, everybody drinks a lot of iced tea down there. Yeah. Okay. Fried what? chicken. Okay. Uh, fried chicken barbecue, fried green tomatoes. Yeah, it's kind of. It's That's kind it. Of, you know, you're forgetting that when we were in school back yeah. in the old days, the old days, the old like, days, there wasn't like a food scene everywhere. Like there was. No, there. you're right. You know, yeah, but like. You could say, even back in those days, that certain parts of the country, certain yeah, there were definitely, things they were known definitely. for, right? You know, southern like the New York you know, deli, soul, soul food barbecue. was always big. Yeah, soul food was always big. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but other than that, it wasn't a lot like of soul food in Emory Point. 
I don't, there was no such thing as Emory Point back then either. I don't know what Emory Point is. It's the area and the CDC, I guess. No, that was This is where it. your old fraternity oh, house was. Yeah, right behind it. Yeah, fraternity row is still there, but my fraternity house was torn down long ago. Wow, sad. Yeah, sad. But the campus looks nothing like it did when I went there. I Yeah. yeah. Emory's got one of the biggest endowments of any university in the country. What is it? I don't know, but they're sitting on Coca-Cola stock. Uh, no, for real. I mean, no, I know. It used to be, I know that they've renamed everything and that, you know, with the new buildings, I don't know what they're called, but it used to be that all of the buildings were named after Coca-Cola people. Yeah, like the Woodruff family, right? Yeah, exactly. Dobbs, Woodruff, like yeah. these were all, I think Dobbs Hall still stands. Um, I think so. But yeah. uh, the, the campus is totally different. They've rebuilt it. It looks beautiful. I know. Uh, we might get down there in the fall. When was the last time you? Were, when was the last time you were at Emory? Uh, when Jordan was in the eleventh grade, oh, I you think. Take a look, yeah. Not not really to look at school, but he had off for Regents Week, and he was uh, supposed to go. We were supposed to go to uh, to visit my in laws, yeah. in your neck of the woods, yeah. and there was some huge storm, uh, some blizzard, and. We couldn't go, so at the last minute, we're like, let's just get on a plane, and we'll go, and we went to Atlanta for like three days, and we ended up checking out Emory, but it wasn't like we toured it. Right, right, right. He wasn't overly interested in looking at it as a school, mm -hmm. but, you know, I have some, some people down there, and that was all, that was all that's good. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's good. It's um, one thing I'm missing. I haven't had the varsity yet. I'm not oh, sure. that's your that favorite may, spot. That may have to be on the way to the airport or at the airport then. That's your go-to spot every time you go to Jordan. The problem is, I'm not sure about like varsity like 20 minutes before I get on the plane. Oh, you'll like, be. Right. What if it's a really bumpy flight? That stuff may fine. come back up. That, it's like right. good going down, but I'm not sure it's. It's not going to be good, and after going down, it's not going to be good whether you're on a plane or not. So you may as well just enjoy yourself. <laughs> Onion rings, chili dog. Uh, what do you have? Yeah. Oh man, that stuff is good. Yeah, not great for you, but it's good. Not great for you, but <laughs> still good. It's worth yeah. it. It's worth whatever damage it's going to do to your intestines, <laughs> I think. So what else is going on? What this else is going week? on? I this mean, has been a relatively slow news week, I believe. You know, right? I feel like it's been, I don't know. I hey, do, you, do you want to talk a little bit about one of your areas of expertise, Turkey? Well, you know, just a little bit like not, you know, just a just a recap where we're standing. Well, I read, I read your piece this week about people basically not knowing anything and don't trust anybody that you're reading. Well, no, and don't what trust was, Twitter. And what was so interesting no about a thing. what's so interesting about Istanbul today and yesterday is I was talking to someone there yesterday who was saying it's it's so quiet and people are in a state of shock. And I said, that sounds like the day after election day in 2004, when everybody was convinced John Kerry was going to beat George W. Bush. Is anybody and like, really convinced of that? I, people in New York were, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I remember being there, but I, I think it's a better, and that election is a better analogy than the election between Trump and, and Clinton. Yeah. Because okay. Erdogan's opponent was weak. Just like John Kerry yeah. was weak. I mean, John yeah. Kerry was a terrible candidate. I remember when Lauren and our friend Rich and I, we were driving during one of the debates and we were listening to it. 
and there was some question about the environment. And if you remember during the first Bush administration, they loosened regulations on mercury and in, in drinking water. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so Carrie is going on some unintelligible tangent about something on this question about the environment. And Rich, Lauren, and I are screaming at the call radio, just say mercury and water, just say mercury and drinking water. And that's like the opposition candidate in Turkey, a guy named Kemal Kilic Doroglu, which no, Tolaris, no American media, you know, journalist, someone who has to say it on TV can say it correctly. Say it again slowly. First name is Kemal. Last name is Kilic Doroglu. Kilic Doroglu. Not that oh, they've been mangling it like crazy. Hold on, going back to John Kerry for a second. Yeah. You remember when he went to Philadelphia and ate a cheesesteak and got it with like lettuce and tomato and ate it with a fucking fork and knife? It's like, dude, what are you doing? Or, or he or he goes to NASCAR and he goes, who among us does not no, love don't. NASCAR? Or then, when they were, they were ripping him for being an elitist and he went, he went on his, uh, what's it called? Thing in Nantucket, um, is it this regatta sailing? What do they call it? It's like a surfboard with the says surfboard yeah. with a sail. Yeah, it was parasailing. Yeah, no, that's that's with a parachute. What whatever that is. Anyway, he did that off of it. Was windsurfing. Windsurfing. He went windsurfing. Yeah. yeah, he went windsurfing off of Nantucket, and he's got a house there. That's he's a man. It was actually people. his wife's house. Teresa his Hines. wife, who claimed that she was uh, an African American. Because Teresa she, Hines claimed she, she was born in Africa. Oh, 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 right, right. She's like one of the wealthiest people in the country. Right. Like her parents were like French colonialists or something. Yeah, exactly. And she was like born in like Mozambique or somewhere like that. And she claimed to be an African-American. It's like, oh, please just stop. Just stop. They were totally. Well, John Kerry, Senator John Kerry and Secretary of State John Kerry, where I'm not saying anything that I don't think people in Washington already know. That guy was a dog, an really? absolute dog. Yeah. Really? Yeah. See, you may know this, but I don't know this. Yeah, total dog. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Pretty well-known thing. Yeah. Bigger dog than uh, Gary Hart? I mean, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. let's just say a dog. All right. I'll leave it at that. Numerous. Numerous stories from extremely credible. Really? You got anything yeah. good? Anything good? I mean, you know, he, he, you know, staffers, things like that. It's right. a reason Nothing. why he spent a lot of time in France when he was the Secretary of State. All right. Anyway, back to Turkey. Back to Turkey. Um, we'll let sleeping dogs lie. No, I mean, <laughs> nice. I'll be here all week. Thank you. I, you know, look, Turkey. President Erdogan is an entrenched yeah. authoritarian. It's been very, very hard. Even though yeah. Turks take the vote very seriously, unlike, you know, Egypt or something like that, where, you know, people have really internalized it and it's meaningful. Um, it's extremely hard to overcome the obstacles of incumbency in a situation like that. Yeah. So and it's a warning though. It's it's a warning. Now Turkey was never a consolidated liberal democracy, but it had made a lot of progress and had become had had gotten an invitation to begin EU negotiations, which it yeah, which were never gonna, which were never going to happen though, and 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 it it has slid backwards against all expectations. It had it had 
it had risen to a certain level of mm -hmm. GDP and other indicators that would have suggested to political scientists that Turkey was well on its way to becoming a consolidated liberal democracy. Uh -huh. And it has slid all the way back. And it's very actually hard to categorize Turkey. I mean, political scientists refer to it as competitive authoritarianism. <laughs> but I wonder if this, if this election and if Erdogan actually wins in the second round. Right. And if he wins in the second round, which I think people are expecting he will, it's almost, it'll almost be like there were no two rounds. And I wonder if it, the competitive part becomes, we, we have to throw that one away. I mean, I think Turks will still vote, but creating an environment where despite incredible contestation and a tremendous turnout, 88% of Turkish voters turned out, that huge the, number. the authoritarian, the, un, the, the relatively unpopular in lots of the urban, he lost all of the urban areas. We're still, uh, we're, he was still able to prevail. He control. He was able to instrumentalize the state to penalize opposition. To we also don't know. We also don't know how much of the, the voting was fair. Right? Well, and and part of that's on the opposition, which lost track of ballot box. And <laughs> so, if you have an incompetent calls. opposition, you have a, a, a leader that can has the ability to instrumentalize the state against the opposition. One of the yeah. his most potent opposition member was was banned from politics. Yeah, you can intimidate co at companies like Twitter. Um, you can and Twitter capitulated. Capitulated. Like, like, like what a, happened like to free house, speech? I know, like a house of cards. Um, Elon Musk crumble. You know, folded like a house of cards. And then when 90% of the press is in, in the hands of, you know, government-friendly things, yeah. it's very hard to overcome. So you actually have to give the opposition credit because they did as well as they had done. And so, But, but it's, real so warning sign. it's a real warning sign of what can happen. I mean, this is like, I think Turkey is the leading edge. People talk about Hungary, but I think Turkey has led the kind of de-democratization. Yeah. Thing. And, and you can see things like this happening in places like the United States or Israel. I mean, yeah. Or Israel, you know, courts yeah. that are packed, uh, election commissions that are yeah. packed with supporters of the ruling party who yeah. are going Hungary, to Poland. do the bidding. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we come close to that. Judges sure. who are a judiciary that's packed with, with not justices and no, with but, partisan but, hacks, partisan hacks. Yeah. So Erdogan, neither candidate, managed to uh, get more than 50% of the vote. Right. And that's so why there's going to be a second round. And when is the second round? May 28th. So the first round was last Sunday, and then the and second round will be at the end of this fucking month. holidays, Mother's Day, and then and then Memorial Day weekend. Do you think everyone knew By the way, knew Memorial about Day Mother's weekend Day? is also Shavuos. You're like, who the fuck? I mean, people have to get their priorities straight. Who schedules Shavuos on Memorial Day weekend? It's very inconsiderate. My father-in-law and I were complaining about that. They're very inconsiderate. But I mean, do you really observe the Shavuot holiday? <laughs> no, but there was like on the screen in the synagogue, it said, come celebrate Shavuot. And you're like, on, no, I'm not going to. It's Memorial Day. Yeah, and I, I saw the date and I realized that it was Memorial Day weekend. And I and, then, and I and you my father-in-law. I was like, Shavuot is on Memorial Day weekend? He's like, I know. It's so obnoxious. Who schedules these things as well? Yeah. And then he went to look at the poster of you in his basement. <laughs> Reminded what a special man you are. <laughs> By the way, he thought your your text to me this morning about the Torah scroll that I had to lift was absolutely hilarious. Really? I guess I got to tell the story now. I guess so. So we're, I'm here in Atlanta for my niece's bat mitzvah, and I was given, and for a long time, listeners of the Amen Corner, 
Everybody uh, knows. Everybody should know. Everybody should know. Stevens, one of Stevens' uh, superpowers is, is his, I do, do Hagba, which is his, I lift the Torah. It's right? on his resume, actually. On my resume. I've done it at my nephew's uh, bar mitzvahs. Both of them. It, both of them. I did it at uh, Mia Rothschild's bat mitzvah. Dude, That's I only awesome. bring in the professionals for my... And then, and then I did it at my niece's today. Now, here's the problem with it, though. Is that I, did heavy, not, I did not find out until this morning that I was going to be given the honor. Oh, no, it was last so night. You, so you were not able to properly train. I didn't know. I That's mean, exactly right. I was unable to usually have the Rocky music going in the background exactly. for a couple of weeks. Leading or up or even Klezmer music or Fiddler on the Roof soundtrack. Nothing. I mean, I would have gotten into the, the Klezmer version of Gonna Fly Now. Exactly. So, it's, uh, it's transcendent, so, really. So I, I just had to go basically on muscle memory. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Hogbot pro. Yeah. But, so you, you bend uh, your knees. Exactly. And you lift the Torah. Right. But this was not just any Torah you were lifting. Right. This was a Torah that was written in 1780. Scribed in 1780. Is that the right term? Scribed? And um, so it was really a rather extraordinary thing. And it was a Torah that survived the Holocaust. The yeah. story behind this Torah is that it was looted by the Nazis in, in what was then Czechoslovakia, is now the Czech Republic, and was discovered in a warehouse in 1964 near Prague and rescued by the British Jewish community. And then subsequently, it was subsequently um, distributed to this synagogue in Alpharetta, Georgia, for safekeeping, for on, like basically on permanent loan as part of their thing. Because and what's so my safer goes, than a synagogue in Alpharetta, Georgia? Yeah, I mean, rather extraordinary story, right? Yeah. And so, uh, what happened was uh, my niece chose to read from that Torah scroll. You could choose from kids can yeah. choose from four of them, and chose that one, and so. It's very, very old. It's also very heavy. Yeah. Um, and so I, my father-in-law thought, and then, of course, I let you know about this um, last night or this morning. Yeah. And, of course, you were giving me a very hard time. No, I was just worried. I was just worried that the, the Torah scroll survived the Holocaust, and it puts a lot of exactly. pressure on you not to drop it. Exactly. Because this is the text that my father-in-law thought was so funny. That Torah made it through the Holocaust. Mm. Try not to think about that when you lived. <laughs> I just didn't want you to, you know, the pressure is on. I didn't want you to get all psyched out. Like, I don't want you in your head when you're lifting that thing. Like, you just so, bend at the knees and let exactly. it rip. It's all, it's all knees. It's all, it's all legs. It's all legs. You it's legs and shoulders. Right? Legs and shoulders. And so, I mean, it's a good thing that I... You know, the number of yoga classes that I've missed in the last two years are on, you know, the numbers you can be counted on one hand. But um, so, you know, you, you kind of spring from your legs and then you hold yeah. with your with your shoulders. And and then and then you you have to hold the whole thing up. And it was fine. Yeah. And then there was a little wobble, but it <laughs> ended up OK. Yeah. So I thought it was actually pretty good. So on a scale of one to ten, you'd give yourself like a seven three, seven four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely not my like okay. nine. Look, given the you know the degree of difficulty, right, right. 
plus the lack of training, we should probably up that score to like an eight one eight two. I don't know. I was mad. My spotter walked away. Lauren, well, again, I said to her, I was a little worried. We're adding to the difficulty here. Right? I, I know, but well, I said to Lauren, I was like, I haven't done this in a while. I haven't done hogback training. You're coming up also because you have to undress and then redress yeah. the Torah. Yeah. And so I had it, and then she went to go and get the the, the dressing for the Torah. While I was still like trying to walk with it, it's very hard to balance with this big, big heavy Torah. And so, so you're um, on your own. You were. I was on my own. The rabbi noticed because I started saying Lauren, and so the rabbi came over and like steadied everything, and then he helped. Then he grabbed it. I sat down and I sat with it while Lauren dressed it. But uh, it was definitely there was a moment there. I was a little. I didn't think I was going to drop it, but it was mission accomplished. It was not. in terms of style points, yeah, had, right. that been my, had I done a lot of hog by training and that been my style, I would have been very upset with my performance. Yeah, but you're good. <laughs> I have to, uh, I, ha- I have to admit that um, I'm not the greatest hogba person because yeah. my left shoulder, yeah, is uh, is weak and I have a limited range of motion limited because motion. of. Because of the uh, scar tissue that's, that was built oh, up yeah, there yeah, after yeah. my uh, radiation, so yeah. I can't turn down if I'm asked to be hogba. Right. But at the same time, like it fills me with a lot dread. of angst, yeah, and yeah, dread, yeah, yeah. and I can train. So if you drop that shit, what is it? Forty days of fasting for well, everybody I mean, there? It's you. You divide that number by the number of people in the room. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Like, let's say someone drops the Torah, right? Yeah. Like, what happens? Does it do like the Torah police come? Do they do a report? I mean, there's no Torah like, police, Torah but Central? The, the rabbi. First of all, it's there's a lot of ways around the rules. So, like I said, you divide the it's forty days, but divided by the number of people who are in the room. But let's say you're you didn't witness it because your back was turned for some right. Reason. Okay. You don't have to fast. Okay. You got that loophole. All right. Let me also add that I have never seen it actually been. Dropped. Well, that's the other thing I want to know. Like, is there a YouTube channel with like drop Torahs? Yeah, you know, I you will tell think, you. You would think, but you're not really supposed to have a camera going on the Sabbath. Right. So, well, in this era of uh, Zoom, true, services, true enough. So maybe there is. Uh, I will say, I did, send I did in your uh, videos. Go my ahead. first hogba ever. Yeah, I almost had a disaster. Oh, and really? it was because I didn't actually really know what hogba was. And they're like, Stephen, you're doing this. You're like, great. And you exactly. No High holidays. Yeah. My in-laws temple, the temple that they helped. Always with your in-laws, yeah. Helped and they found. still talk to you. And it's high holidays, and any Jews out there who are listening knows that at high holidays, the Torah scroll is really, really heavy on unbalanced. one side. Unbalanced. Totally unbalanced. Today yeah. it was even. We're in the middle of the year. Nice. And all, all things work into your benefit. Today. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, without the training, right? Yeah. And so I remember that hogba. I picked it up, and I was not. This was probably ten. This was probably fifteen years ago or more. I don't even think the kids. The kids weren't born, so it was more than fifteen yeah. years ago. And I'm in much better physical shape than I was then. And I lifted it, and like the part, it was just totally unbalanced. And the rabbi had to catch yeah, there you go. the side that had all of the the scroll on it. Oof. A lot of that haunts me, baby. Yeah, I can me. imagine. I can imagine. 40 days without smoke fish. I'm, I'm sure I've told this story before, but there was a kid in my brother's class at Sullivan Schechter 
And yeah. again, you know, when you go to Jewish day school, you read Torah twice a week during the week, yeah. and there's plenty of opportunity for Hagba. There is a kid in Ron's class named yeah. Danny Potter. Danny who, Potter. Danny Potter, who was like the coolest person we knew in the set when he they were Harry in the seventh grade. Danny no, Potter. Danny. Okay. He could he would open the Torah like beyond you're supposed to show three columns. Right. He would have like seven. Oh yeah, those guys that's and yeah, he, that's he would just hold it up and we were just like, God damn it, look at that. And at some point, like the principal had to be like, dude, what are you doing? Like this is not he, you're not supposed to show up while you're doing this. He, Danny Potter, I want his Hogba card. Yeah. He's famous. He, um, he has his stats, his Hogba he was, stats. He stuff. was the all-star of uh, Hogba. <laughs> he made the all-star team like three seasons in a row. Oh, my he God. Was, he was old school oh. Hogba. <laughs> oh, God. He was a hysterical kid. Like He was like way cooler than we were. And, um, yes, we. Yeah. He, was, he was awesome. Anyway, well, uh, thanks for your support this morning. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, I just, you know, I prayed for you. It's a lot of fucking pressure. It's a lot I of pressure. I noticed because when I texted you afterwards, it took you like hours to respond. You clearly weren't that worried about it. I was worried, but I was, you know, I wasn't home. <laughs> so, but uh, we are, you think, last thing, we've avoided the kind of contemporary politics, but. Because well, um, right, people like it when we talk about other things. Yeah, that's true. Like, but you think. You think we're going to default on our debt because of Matt Gates? First of all, I just want to say that I don't think that there, I mean, I don't think this is going to surprise you or anybody who hears me say this. I don't think that the Republicans are negotiating in good faith, and I don't think they have any intention of coming to an agreement. I mean, I think that there's people within the Republican Party who yeah, understand but- the grave consequences of what's happening. However, they were not supposed to let those people were not supposed to let this get there because there was supposed to be a vote, and so many of them in the house were supposed to break from Kevin McCarthy. It never happened, and none of them did. They were unanimously in support but, of cutting every social program like 20 25 percent. I mean, that I don't understand, but I do believe that according to the Twitter machine, yeah. Uh, President Biden has like the nuclear option, which is he can invoke the Fourteenth Amendment. But didn't he even say he was not sure whether that was legal? I mean, what's worse, right? Yeah, I, look, Defaulting. Yeah. If we default, it's really horrible. I mean, well, this is the thing: it could tank is, the global economy. Right. Right. Recession. But this is what interest rates are high want. now. It's this just is what Republicans want. Credit markets completely freeze. I mean, terrible. Mm-hmm. All because Matt Gates has a fucking itch. I mean, ridiculous. And then they you have these really hang. irresponsible people who are on the right, like uh, Trump's former uh, director of uh, the Office of Management and Budget said, oh, no, no, it won't be that bad. It won't it's be that bullshit. bad. Nobody it's bullshit. Nobody thinks that other than Trump and his cronies. Oh, it won't be that bad. By the way, the other thing that did happen this week that we didn't mention, but it's mm-hmm. worth mentioning. Rudy Giuliani? Yeah. <laughs> that guy's depraved. But the I mean, scene from Bor- from the second Borat I mean, is clear. That was a documentary. Yeah. So Scotch and Viagra apparently is a deadly combination. And he's a fucking perv. But we knew that because we watched the second Borat movie. So And a, a, a drunk perv. Yeah. 
What a disgusting – that was America's mayor. Anytime you hang – people, I always say to people, everybody in New York hated Rudy Giuliani. Except right after – September 9-11. Yeah. September 10th, people couldn't wait for him to go. Yeah. And then he almost didn't – he didn't want to leave. Now, also think about the Republican war on drag. Do you know how many times Rudy Giuliani has appeared in drag and things? Many. Several. 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 All right. On that happy note, on that, I think, on that disgusting so, vision. Yes, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to get try, that out try, of my head. Try, try not to go visual with that. But next weekend is Memorial Day. Yep. Will and there be a Memorial Day episode? And <laughs> thank you. I stand corrected. And, and the Turkish election. It's a lot going on. Are we going to have a podcast next weekend? I don't know. Should we? Are you around? Uh, not really. All right, so maybe Saturday I could be around. Are you going to be around? I got to look. I it was really right, we'll I got to go to some horse show. Yeah, but I don't know. All right, well, I'll text you. Show. We'll figure it out. We'll figure right. it out if we Either have way, one. If we don't have them, this isn't the final episode of the season. No, 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 no. We're gonna have. We're okay, gonna go to June. We're a few. We're a few episodes short. Yes, so we're I got go a request. June. I got a request from one of our listeners not to take a huge summer yeah. hiatus this year. Okay. Uh, because Maybe they miss this, because she misses the show when we're not on. She does. Yeah, good. And it's this not what like happens when you become that. the conscience of the nation. Exactly. All right. All right. Enjoy the rest of the Bat Mitzvah weekend. All right, we will. Nice. We're out. We're out. <laughs>